Hello and welcome. My name is Andrew, and this is the Who That Discussion, our New Orleans Saints podcast, where we talk about all Saints news, opinions, and reactions. So we're just going to get right into some Saints Falcons and also some Saints Dallas um, recap, preview, all that fun stuff. It's a chock-full episode, so I think we should just get right into it. I mean, very happy with the Saints having been playing. Another great win versus Atlanta, so I think we're just going to get right into it. So, first, we're going to start with some notes. So, one note is now that the Saints have a 10-game winning streak, hold the number one seed in the NFC, and lead the NFC South by four games. Really good job by the Saints there. Now they have a cushion in the division. That's really good. Panthers are winning for a while, but, you know, that's just how kind of our division worked this year. It was very close in the beginning, but the Saints really um, distanced themselves from the competition. So that's really good stuff there. Another note is that Atlanta is now eliminated from the division. So, you know, talking about how the Saints have distanced themselves, the Falcons can't even win the division anymore. They're done. So, you know, obviously Saints fans are very happy that the Falcons are now out of the division there. Another note is that Drew Brees through four TDs to undrafted free agents. That's the most ever. Also, a little defensive note is that the Saints had six sacks, four turnovers, and Atlanta was only two for four in the red zone. You just love to see that from our defense. It looked a lot like the 2009 defense, getting a lot of turnovers, a lot of sacks. So really good stuff there. So now we're going to talk about our storylines of the game. Coming into the game, we had three storylines, and now we're going to enter those storylines, excuse me, to see how they did. So our first storyline was the matchup of Julio versus Lattimore. What's going to happen? Who's going to win it? And really what happened was these guys didn't go up against each other because Eli Apple um, went up against Julio, and Lattimore went up against Calvin Ridley. Um, Calvin Ridley beat the Saints bad um, in Atlanta, so it was good to see that, you know, Saints were not messing around with him. They were going to lock him down with Lattimore, and then that was that. And then Julio going up against um, Eli Apple, that just showed that, look, the Saints were going to let Julio get some yards, but, look, we're not going to beat him over the top because they were safety help. So, to me, it just showed that, you know, Julio got a couple of chunk plays, and he got his fair share of yards and catches, but no touchdowns. And I think that's what the Saints wanted to do, and I think Dennis Allen – won that matchup. I think it just shows the Saints, they want to throw a little wrinkle there because they see the Falcons so much. So to put Julio um, matched up with Eli Apple and not Marshawn Lattimore, definitely threw a curveball for the Falcons there. Our next storyline was that will the Saints be able to get pressure and will that make Matt Ryan falter? So this year, Atlanta has given up a ton of sacks, a top 10 in the league in giving up sacks. And then also the Saints have been able to get sacks at a pretty good rate. Um, so will they, will they be able to get pressure on Matt Ryan? Excuse me. And they were able to. Six sacks. You'll love to see that. Two by Cameron Jordan. One by Sheldon Rankins. Also one by Demario Davis. P.J. Williams got a sack. And then also Marcus Williams got a sack. So to me, really good stuff by them. You just showed that the Saints were able to get pressure on a QB that, look, he's good. You know, if he has clean pockets 
I know a lot of Saints fans, you know, don't like to admit that Matt Ryan's good. He's not at Drew Brees level, not even close. But he's an average to above average QB that with time can be a good QB. So we need to give him that time. He did put up yards, but again, no really touchdown. I think he had one touchdown. So maybe two. Yeah, he had two touchdowns. So look, one of those were garbage touchdowns. Maybe even both of those were garbage time touchdowns. So to me, they did a good job at getting pressure on Matt Ryan and really stopping the Falcons offense. To me, it was a really good showing by this defense. And then our third and final storyline was that will the offense keep pace, you know, with their torrid scoring stretch, even on a short week. And to me, they did. I mean, look, they didn't put up 52. They didn't put up 48. They didn't put up 45. But they were able to put up a solid 31, more than 30 points. I think that's just another, you know, job by Sean Payton, Drew Brees, and company to have a good game. To me, they did good. They ran the ball well. They controlled the clock. Breeze with the four touchdowns. It was really a game flow is why they didn't score as many points. I feel like if it was a close game, they were able to score more points. To me, I feel like they were scoring points a lot. Um, Atlanta had that one turnover, which maybe, look, if they didn't have that turnover, you would have scored another you know, touchdown or field goal. But to me, we did a good job there. And I think the Saints, you know, show that, look, they can win any type of game now. Now this is one of the games that, you know, you get out to an early start, turnovers, and then you just coast to the finish. So that's, look, it was a good game all around. And for beating a division opponent by 14 points, and it really should have been 21 because of the garbage time touchdown. Look, that's what you want to see. And the offense, to me, just kept at that same level. Um, They had Traquan Smith out and Brandon Marshall still inactive as he's trying to learn the playbook and everything. But I think with at full strength, the Saints – um, going to be right at where they were. To me, they did a really good job. They got everyone involved, and that's what you want to see. The Falcons tried to shut down Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamara, and it really just didn't work for them. A lot of, look, they bracketed Kamara. They doubled Mike Thomas with safety help. But to me, look, um, Dan Arnold's catching touchdowns. Tommy Lee Lewis had a great play to get the touchdown, and he did. He was actually the first option on that play, and it just worked to profession. Everyone went to Mike Thomas, and then – Call, uh, not Kamar, Tommy Lee Lewis caught the touchdown. So that's how they drew it up, and it was a great job to execute the play there. So now on to our group-by-group group recap. We're going to go through our seven groups, grade them, and you know just really recap each group, see how they played. So first we'll start with QB. And Breeze, I'm going to give him A-. To me, another solid MVP showing for him because of the four touchdowns. He's been throwing the yards, now he's throwing the touchdowns. He did through that one pick, so you got to take it down a little of a notch there. And he only had 170 yards. But overall, a really good performance. Outplayed Matt Ryan you know, in a lot of ways, less turnovers, stuff like that. Ryan had less touchdowns. So to me, A-, good job, solid performance by Breeze here. Um, now on to our skill position group. And to me, they're also going to get an A-. Kamara wasn't really able to do much out of the receiving, but he was did a lot out of the running. Mark Ingram did a good job running the ball. Mike Thomas didn't really have his best days, only four catches for 38 yards. But, you know, he's not going to be great every game. So, to me, really good job by Mike. Really, look, because he even, look, him getting a lot of coverage opened up the play for Tommy Lee Lewis. It opens up the play for Dan Arnold. opened up the play for Austin Carr. All that stuff. You know, even though he's getting doubled, he's still doing good work because, you know, they respect him now. So now a lot of one-on-one opportunities will be given to other playmakers. So to me, good job. It was a really good job to see Brees spread the ball to a ton of different receivers and see a lot of different um, players in the game, you know, um, to see a lot of catches being spread around. Earlier in the season, it was really just Mike Thomas, Alvin Kamara, 
and that was really it for the Saints. So, so now you're getting Dan Arnold involved, Keith Kirkwood, and now you know he'll be bringing back Traquan Smith and Brandon Marshall. To me, that's just really good stuff. There onto our offensive line, another stellar job by them. Got to give them an A. Just a really good job by them. To me, they just did a really solid job. Um, just from left to right, looking at Bushrod, who's done an amazing job in Armstead's relief. Really good job by him. Also, looking at um, Larry Walford at right guard, left guard with Andrews Pete, center Max Unger, um, right guard Ryan Ramchuk really did a good job. Also, Michael Ola came in on some plays to give, I think just it was like on power runs and stuff to maybe give Bushrod a little help. And he did a really good, good job too as well, excuse me. So to me, really good job by this offensive line to Stymie, Tech McKinley, Vic Beasley. So to me, good job by this group. So now we're going to flip it over to the defense. And to me, this is one of the best defensive showing for this team um, in this whole defense. They did it as um, a different way than last week because last week was also a good defensive showing, probably the best of the year. So this uh, week they did it more turnovers, more sacks. So really good job by the defense. Starting with the defensive line, you got to give them an A plus because they played outstanding. To me, just looking at it overall, the six acts obviously – the Falcons only average 1.6 yards per carry. That's really good. Their leading rusher was Matt Ryan. So, look, when you have that, that's really good. Tevin Coleman, who's really their starting running back, had eight carries for six yards. So, below one yard a carry. That's what you want to see for the Saints. Really good job by this defensive line from Cam Jordan, who just had a breakout game, two sacks, added another tackle for loss. I mean, just an amazing job by him, he always steps up in the division games, it feels. He always plays better there, so that was a good job by him. Sheldon Rankins really adding to his amazing season, Pro Bowl season, in my opinion. So good job by him. Marcus Davenport came back um, you know, after being limited the whole week. They decided to make him active, active Excuse me, and he played. He did a really good job on Julio Jones. It was one play. It was an end around. Maybe could have got 20 yards, but because of um, Davenport's speed, he got got to him, you know, only like a one-yard game. So that was really good there. He didn't get to the quarterback. But, look, he's not going to get to the quarterback every game. People are saying he's still recovering from the injury. So, to me, good first game back there. On to the linebackers. I'm going to give them an A, another really solid performance. Maybe even give them an A+, because they just played amazing. From Demario Davis to Alex Anzalone to A.J. Klein, all having career years, and they just added to it this game. You know, the sacks, the forced fumbles, the fumbles recovered, all the picks. Just amazing stuff by all three of these guys. The Saints really found a trio here, and it's just shown the way they've been able to move laterally to make tackles, how they're able to move not only east and west to make tackles, but to get to the quarterback in north and south. Just really good job by this linebacking core. A really good job by them. Moving to our secondary, I'm going to give them a B plus because for me, looking at it, they did a really good job on – in not giving up touchdowns. Look, they had the turnovers, and they didn't give up a lot of touchdowns. Bent don't break. And this is, I think, what the secondary could be against a really good wide receiver core. This is a very solid um, group of wide receivers with Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, Muhammad Sanu. Um, P.J. Williams, to me, with another really good week, basically took Muhammad Sanu out of that game. He didn't really do very good after like the first drive, so that's a good job there. Marshawn Lattimore did a good job on Calvin Ridley, I think, for the most part. Some misplays, but I think overall did a really good job. 
Um, also looking at the safeties, to me, Marcus Williams had an amazing play to you know strip sack Matt Ryan. Really good job there, but he still hasn't played 100%. I think you know we need that vintage Marcus Williams game because um, he had a lot of high expectations coming in. I gave him a lot of high expectations, so I think he still needs that vintage game. Von Bell, another really good game. Um, the way he's able to stop tight ends and stuff like that, you got to give it to Von Bell. He's really impressed this year. And then also looking at Eli Apple, which we talked about earlier, he did a good job on Julio Jones. I think the best he can do. And look, he didn't get burned by Julio. So to me, that's a job well done by him. And then also our um, special teams and coaching group. And to me, you got to give this to me, the special teams got like an A minus and the coaching got an A plus. So you put it together and you get about an A. So that's a good job by them. Special teams, Thomas Morstead had a couple of nice punts, but the return um, defense is just not where it should be in my book, and it may matter down the stretch. So to me, Mike Westoff, Sean Payton, they got to get that better there. The returns, really nothing amazing, but nothing awful. Taysom Hill had a nice return, but you know, besides that, nothing major. Will Lutz made his only field goal attempt, made every extra point. He's just been money this year. He's probably going to be for you know be up for a special teams player of the year. Excuse me. So he did a good job as well. And then the coaching, Sean Payton, just, again, out-coaching um, the Falcons coach and Dan Quinn. Just look at these um, matchups that he's getting and that he wants, and just the way that the Saints have been able to execute his game plans. It's just next to none. He's getting the Saints ready to play and hyped and just really ready to bring the wood, and that's all from the coaching staff. So a really good job by Sean Payton. Des Allen had a really good game plan that the players executed. So all in all, really good job by the coaching and the special teams did good enough to win. But to me, coaching just did a really good job there. So, look, just an amazing game. Final thoughts. Really, again, nothing really much you could say. Maybe the offense was a little worse than weeks past, but to me, that was just because of game flow. Just another really good game. And now can't get, you know, more psyched for Thursday's game just to add to this team's reputation, get another win, maybe do it in a different way. And to me, I think the Saints could do that with Dallas, and that transitions us well into a preview of Saints versus Cowboys. So we're going to start with some notes, then go on to our storylines, and then to our group-by-group preview, as we always do. So first, we're going to start with some notes. So our first note is that the Saints have a 62% chance to win this game per ESPN matchup predictor. Look, that's really good. I mean, they're playing away against a team that's won three straight games. To me, that's a really good job to, you know, getting the respect by, you know, even ESPN here. Also, the Saints are favored by seven points. Being a seven-point road favorite just shows how much the league fears the Saints. To me, it just shows that how much, you know, people have confidence in the Saints getting a win here. And I may, you know, pick the Saints, you know, even with the spread. I I mean, look, how the Saints are playing – And I think there's an easy way to stop Dallas that some teams, it's hard to do, but I think it's easy. And I think the Saints will be, you know, ready to do it. We'll talk about it later. But to me, it just shows how respected the Saints are, even in Vegas, you know. So, I mean, looking at it, seven-point favorite is where you want to be. So another note is that Drew Brees had the most touchdowns with only one interception before his interception. To me, that's just a great note to show how good Drew Brees has been this year and how he should be the MVP of this league so also Michael Thomas needs six catches to to have the most catches in NFL history after three years that's obviously really big and then in the last three games the Saints have had nine turnovers so that's just really good stuff there I mean just overall I mean 
I think there are a lot of notes for this game. Obviously, if the Saints win this game, they clinch the playoffs. Another big note. And then if the Saints win and Panthers lose, the Saints clinch the NFC South division. I think there'd be a big celebration if we do that. So um, obviously want to see that. And just look, how good this team is playing. I mean, you probably shouldn't even be thinking about magic numbers and that stuff because this team, you know, should be able to get it done the way they've been able to be playing. But obviously, no guarantees. Got to go up, play a really good game Thursday night. It will be a full week of preparation. This is really like a Thursday in the Saints schedule right now because, you know, right now I'm recording this on Monday. So Friday is really that last day of practice on Tuesday. You get off Wednesday and traveling to Dallas. And then Thursday, we play at night, you know, about 8. 20 that's when the Thursday night games kick off so to me just really good stuff there now on to some storylines um our first storyline is that Zeke versus the Saints number one rushing defense so Ezekiel Elliott has been really really good of late they've been feeding Zeke and it's been you know the reason they've been winning so I think that's really big for the Cowboys and if we can stop that the Cowboys are not doing anything Dak Prescott to me if he doesn't have his play actions and to be able to rely on Zeke, he won't be able to do anything. To me, it's just too easy for the Saints defense to stop him if they don't have a running game. So, look, Zach, um, Zeke has been amazing, excuse me, even when they've been able to stack the box. But with our number one rushing defense, I think that we can we can stop them. And in pretty big ways, especially how Sheldon Rankins has played um, Taylor Stallworth, because he's really good up the middle, Zeke. So, to me, that's really big. Also, the way... Our linebackers have been playing to be able to shoot gaps. You know, Zeke's all about being patient and stuff like that. And, you know, when you have linebackers shooting gaps, and he won't have the time to even think. You know, he'll have to make his first move, and then hopefully, you know, other guys will be there to make the tackle. So, to me, that's what we have to do against Zeke. And I think we'll be able to do that, and I think we'll be able to stop them, especially with our offensive line. I don't think we'll be able to get outside with Marcus Davenport so great in the lateral movement, especially against running backs, and then Cam Jordan. I mean, every time they run, like, stretch or zone runs his way, he stops them for, like, no gain. So he's so good at that. To me, I think we'll be able to stop him there. And also, I think we'll be able to gang tackle him, get to him, just like we did against Saquon Barkley. We played against so many good running backs when Saquon, Todd Gurley, all these great running backs, and I think we'll be able to, you know, maintain and contain Zeke. To me, look, he's probably not going to run for six yards like Tevin Coleman did, but I don't think he'll be running for 150 and like three touchdowns. I don't think he'll be able to do that. Even though the Cowboys offensive line is very, very solid. I just don't think it will be enough to get a win. You know, it's get Zeke really going. And to me, I don't think they can win if they don't get Zeke going. I think if they're not winning a game with, you know, Zeke is under 100 yards. So I think we got to stop them there. And I think we'll be able to. So that's really big. Our second storyline is... Amari Cooper versus Marshawn Lattimore. What will that matchup be like? Hopefully they go up against each other. I mean, last week we had the Julio and Lattimore storyline, and they didn't even go up against each other. So let's hope um, Cooper and Lattimore go up against each other. I think they will because the Cowboys only really have one good wide receiver in their um, season acquisition with Amari Cooper. They gave up a first round to get him, so they really need him. So I think, look, if – Lattimore can lock him down. I just don't think they'll be able to do much. And I think we'll be able to thrive in the passing game. And Michael Gallup, looking at it, um, looking at their slot receiver, Cole Beasley. I mean, no world beaters here. And I think that the Saints will be able to stop both of those guys with Eli Apple and P.J. Williams. I think we match up really well against them, especially on the defensive end. I don't think they'll be able to do much against us. They don't really have any good tight ends. We're, we're still really good against tight ends anyways. To me, 
if you could stop Zeke, you could stop this team, and I think we'll be able to do that. And our third storyline is will Dallas be able to double Alvin Kamara and Michael Thomas and not let the other cast go off, just like what happened against Atlanta, and will they double them because how the other cast is doing it? And I think they may have to double them. I don't think they'll double Kamara because – um, I don't think they'll know, really. I mean, when you come to think of it, maybe they'll bracket him. But I think they feel like they have really good linebackers. They have Sean Lee. Um, their rookie, Leighton Van Der Esch, has done really well. Maybe they'll feel confident that they'll be able to stop Kamara. But that will be wrong. And I just don't – I think Kamara's going to have a really good bounce-back game in the receiving in receiving category. I think he'll do really good there. And then I feel like he'll be able to run the ball. I think Mark King will be able to run the ball. I really, And also I really think that Michael Thomas will do better. They don't really have a really good corner. They may double him, but I just don't really see that. Um, I don't think every team's going to give him the respect that he deserves, and I think he's going to get a lot of one-on-ones. I think with Awuzie, I think they feel confident with their number one corner going up against Michael Thomas. Now, should they? I don't think so because Michael Thomas is a bad man, and I think he can easily you know, torch Awuzie multiple times, but I think that's what they're thinking. So, look, I think – I don't even think they – they may not double him, but if they do, I think all, our cast – other others' cast will be able to beat them. To me, looking at it, I think um, – look, with Traycon Smith, I think Brandon Marshall will play in this game. And in the red zone, I mean, that's going to be really big for him. Um, then Austin Carr, Dan Arnold, that's just stuff – you know, like last week, I think if they can get a couple catches – you know, Dan Arnold was great. He was actually our leading receiver with 45 yards on four catches and a TD. So he did a really good job. So maybe if he doesn't duplicate that but does a really good job – I think I would love to see that. I mean, you'd love to see Drew Brees spread the ball around and because I think that just makes us even more dangerous if we can you know, have a ton of different weapons, and I think we can do that there. So now, with all that said, I think we should get to our group-by-group preview. So same as our group-by-group recap, really, but this time we're going to either pick the Saints or the Cowboys to see if they have the edge. So we're going to start with QB, and I think the Saints have a clear edge here. I think Drew Brees is much better um, – Instead of Dak Prescott. I mean, Dak Prescott really not having a bad year. Um, he has 2,400 yards, 13 touchdowns, 5 TDs. So kind of like a game manager. And I think that's what he is. Um, and he can sometimes beat you with his legs. So that's obviously really big for him. But I just don't think that he'll be able to defeat the Saints just by himself. I think he's going to need Zeke. And I think he's going to need probably a good game by Amari Cooper. Um, he's not a top level quarterback i think he's in that 15 to 20 range um he's not gonna lose you a game but he's not gonna win you a game so to me um even probably it's closer to the 20 i really think that's where Dak prescott is and i think drew Brees is an mvp candidate and probably and he is the mvp right now so to me no team no quarterback excuse me is really better than Brees. so i'll easily take Brees. i'll probably take Brees for the rest of the year i think i've taken him every game and i don't think i'll stop this week so i think the saints have an edge there Skill position, I think the Saints have a clear edge. I think Zeke, but even when you put Ingram and Kamara, I think I'd rather have those two compared to just Zeke. Um, the way that Boom and Zoom have just been playing lately, I think they found their stride and they're doing a really good job. Zeke, obviously amazing. He's already over 1,000 yards rushing. That's really good for him. He And he's, he's done it on over 200 carries already. So he's going to get a lot of touches. He's got a lot of touches. They feed Zeke, and they need him to win. So to me, I, that's really their only big star Amari Cooper I mean he's good but he's not amazing he's had dropped a lot of passes in the past so I mean when will that come up he's been really good in Dallas but just nothing amazing I think the Saints have a much better receiving core and even the running they just have a lot of better weapons tight ends are better so to me you got to give it to the Saints a huge edge to the Saints there offensive line I think it's a push um maybe a little edge to us because the Cowboys have have had a few injuries excuse me 
Um, their offensive line is good. They got Tyron Smith, very good. He's questionable, but I think he's going to play. I think they're leaning towards him playing, but who knows? Questionable can go either way. Uh, Collins, Lyle Collins, really good. Zach Martin, really good. Joel Hooney, these guys are good. They have a good offensive line. We do too. We have a really good offensive line. To me, these are two top five offensive lines, and I think you know they've had a few injuries, so I think you give us a little of an edge there. Um, if, especially if Tyron Smith doesn't play, I think you know that could be um, edge to us. So look, I think maybe a little edge to us, but I'll take our guys right now. They're playing really good. They're playing hot, but we also have Armstead out, so it's kind of I think a tough um, matchup push. Maybe a little edge to the Saints, but I think I'm going to go with a push here. Both have a few injuries, but, I mean, it, they're about equal. Both top five, and it could really go either way during the game. Defensive line, I'm going to go with the Saints. Um, Dallas, look, they have a couple of good defensive linemen to rush the passer with um, Randy Gregory, DeMarcus Ware have been really good. Taco Charlton's out, so that's a big break for the Saints. That's really big. But um, their interior, not that good with Tyrone Crawford, uh, Atuan Woods, nothing amazing there. And I think our, the way our D-line's playing, playing like an elite defensive line. So you got to give it to our defensive line here with um, Shelton Rankins, Cameron Jordan, Marcus Davenport, and then what David Onyemata, Tyler Davidson, and um, Taylor Stahl were able to do. I think they outclassed the Cowboys in this match here. On to linebackers. Both teams have really good linebackers. But um, it's kind of another push, um, maybe a little edge to the Cowboys. Cowboys with Sean Lee, he's out for this game, so that's really big. So maybe even a little edge to us. Wayne Van Der Esto has played better than Sean Lee really ever could. He's been really good. Jalen Smith, a really good linebacker out of Notre Dame. He missed his first year, but since then he's been really good. And Damian Wilson, nothing amazing. But the way our linebackers are playing with Demario Davis, A.J. Klein, and then also um, Alex Anzalone, it's about a tie. Um, maybe a little edge to us because Sean Lee's out. That's big. Sean Lee being out is big, so maybe we get a little edge. But without the Cowboys, I mean, having Sean Lee, I think that's really big for us. So now on to the cornerback group. So first, I think it's a push. Both haven't been very good. At the beginning of the season, they've gotten better each week. I pushed maybe a little edge to the Saints again. It's a very close matchup this game, closer than I expected going into it, but... Um, I think we have clear edge on offense is really going to help, but looking at their depth chart and looking at their cornerbacks, um, Awuzie has been really good. Brian Jones, Byron Jones, excuse me, has been pretty good. So to me, look, and also Jeff Heath, very good safety. They have a lot of, they have a couple of really good players, but looking at ours, Marshawn Lattimore, Eli Apple, PJ Williams, have they been able to come on? It's going to be, it's, it's very close. Maybe push, maybe a little edge for the Saints, but to me, very close. They're very close in interceptions, pass defense. It's it, To me, it's a push. Maybe a little edge to the Saints because they are a little ahead in those categories. And also special teaming, coaching. To me, I think the Saints have a clear edge here. Special teams, to me, Will Lutz. You know, they have a new kicker, Brian Mayer, and he's just not as good as Will Lutz. Punter, I mean, again, they don't really have a good punter. Chris Jones, not really anything great. I'll take Thomas Moore said, even if we punt, I'll take him over Chris Jones. Kick returner, Cole Beasley, Deontay Thomas, that's nothing amazing. I'll take Taysom Hill and Alvin Kamara over them. So to me, and also Tommy Lee Lewis, if he's back returning it to me, I'll take those three over their special teams and coaching Sean Payton's and Dennis Allen. I'll take them over Um, Jason Garrett. Um, Jason Garrett to me is a very bad head coach and Sean Payton, one of the best in the league. So to me, really good job. 
but I think the way Sean Payton's coached, it's a really good job by him. And I've just got to give him, you know, all the, you know, confidence in the world. I, I think he's really did a really good job. Got to give him a congratulations on what he's done with this team from the beginning of the year to now. Um, I was talking to my brother yesterday, who's not Saints fan. He said, man, this team has went so far. You know, they were almost losing to the Cleveland Browns week two. And now what they are now, I mean, that's just amazing stuff of what this team has been able to do. So even other, you know, fans are realizing it. You know, they realize that what Sean Payton's done. And Jason Garrett, to me, is underachieved almost every year. It's Cowboys tenure, so I'll take Sean Payton over them. My score in this one, I'm going to go Saints 31, Cowboys 20. Um, To me, I think the Saints will be close, and I think the Saints will pull away late. And I just think the Saints offense, and I don't think this this Saints offense will be able to score. Cowboys uh, offense won't be able to late, and I think it will show up. Saints are really good in the fourth quarter in close games. And, you know, I think that will help us get the win there. So now on to some Houdat Nation fan questions. We only got one question this week, and that was from Saints fan since 83. And he asked, what do you make of that um, Chiefs versus Rams game and as it pertains to the Saints' chances getting the number one seed? So to me, I think this game, look, obviously it's a blowout, but it showed – to me, it didn't show which one was better. It showed how this, how both of these teams can be beat. The Saints showed how to beat the Rams, get a couple of turnovers, score a lot against their bad defense, leftluster defense that was supposed to be really good coming into the season and just hasn't been. So for me, that's how you stop them. The Chiefs, um, to me, again, really same formula. And you really can have mistakes against these teams. And they've they put a lot of mistakes. Both those teams have mistakes in those games. A lot of turnovers and a lot of points. And a lot of those turnovers were also, you know, they went back for touchdowns. So to me, the score to me was inflated to what it actually was. But I feel like the Saints had the edge over both of these teams. If we see the Rams in the playoffs, look, I think it'll be a really close game. Am I a little scared of losing? Yes. But if we would see, you know, God forbid, let's just say we made it to the Super Bowl and we were playing the Chiefs, I'd be really happy that we weren't going up against the Patriots. Now, look, I don't think, you know, I don't know if we're going to go to the Super Bowl. I'm not here to jinx anything. But. Um, I would much rather see the Chiefs and the Patriots just looking looking at Mahomes. I just don't think they have what it takes to win a Super Bowl, and I don't think they will. I think their defense will, is going to come back to haunt them. They just don't have good enough defense to win. If the Rams' defense can really turn it on, maybe they'll win, but their defense is playing so bad right now that um, I think Drew Brees and Cole will be able to you know, just shred them up. Saints, the way they often, their offense excuse me, um, operates, they'll be able to just go right down the – not right down the field. They go, you know – First down after first down, first down, and that takes a lot of time up while the Rams go right down the field quickly. And I think that helps the Saints. They get the ball longer, really control the game. So I think that's what would help us win. And usually, usually in that point, we need one turnover. So to me, that's where the Saints have the edge there. So with all that said, I think it's time to wrap up this podcast. If you enjoy this podcast and this episode and you haven't followed us already, you can follow us on Twitter at the Dis on Instagram at Discussion, on Podomatic at the Discussion, And then also you could subscribe to our YouTube channel, our Google Play channel, our iTunes channel, and our Spotify channel at the Discussion. On there, please rate, review us, like, and comment. All that stuff's really helpful as we're growing. We would like to see what we're doing good, maybe what we need to work on. So it's just all really good stuff there. <laughs> Let's go Hoodat. Hope we get that win on Thursday. I'm hoping to do an episode um, on Friday to recap that game. So, and also guys, look out for a new logo. I think, you know, I finally made a logo. So, um, I, we were using kind of 
of worst logo. So I think we upgraded with our logo. So look out for that. So with all that said, I wanted to say thank you, prove them right, and who dat?